listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. Of all days, my friends, I greet you with the greeting of St. Francis. Amen. May the Lord give you peace. Amen. And today we'll add joy, peace and joy. Um, this is such a great feast day. A lot of Franciscans make their vows on this day. So a lot of friars have their anniversary of vows on this day. And um, the story is so interesting. We know St. Francis had this big, beautiful conversion. The image of Jesus on the cross came to life and spoke to him and said to him three times, Francis, rebuild my church, which you see is falling into ruin. He comes out of ecstasy and he notes that the church that he's in is literally a half-fallen down little stone chapel. So he's like, okay. So for three years, he literally rebuilt churches stone by stone. People thought he was crazy. They were right. And he would uh, tell the people, if you give me one stone, God will give you one blessing. If you give me two stones, God will give you two blessings. I've been doing that with flowers here. If you plant one flower here at the shrine, God will give you a blessing. Okay. Two flowers, two blessings. Okay. And um, so then St. Francis gathers followers. People were inspired by him. And thus was born what we now call the Franciscan order, the order of Friars Minor. And um, he started to understand that the words of the Lord had a bigger impact, not just physically rebuilding churches, although we need people to do that but a spiritual rebuilding of the church, which was really struggling in the 1200s. So in the midst of those little stone chapels, there were three of them. There was one that was called Our Lady of the Angels. It was an ancient little chapel in the time of St. Francis. They don't even know when it was built. It was really ancient. And here's the story. It's so interesting. They used to hear angels singing there. And that's how it got the name Our Lady of the Angels, but it was just a little place. And in Italian, the word for little place is porzioncola. So maybe you've heard of the porzioncola. That's what this little church is known as, little portion, little place. And um, here's, here's how it came to be. The monks, the Benedictine monks, would do farming. They would have ora et labora, so prayer and work, and they would do farming. And if you've done any farming, Every spring, the ground was frozen, then it thaws, and the stones come to the surface. And there's a period where you clear the stones. And a lot of times, even around here, you'll see like uh, stacks of stones in the wood, almost like a, a fence. That's from this process of pulling the stones out. And then they would get put to the side. Well, in this case, these little stones were made into a chapel. So the monks, when it, they would pray seven times a day, they didn't have to go all the way back to the main abbey to do prayers and all the way back. They had little stone chapels, you know, so that they could just jump in and say their prayers and get right back to the, the work in the field. And so this one had been old and dilapidated at the time of St. Francis. And he was there and he uh, made this little stone church, Our Lady of the Angels, the, um, the mother house of the Franciscan order. And he ended up dying there as well. So it's very special, very precious to Franciscans. It's, it was uh, very small, very humble, very fitting for someone like St. Francis. And um, here's the irony. Are you ready for this? 
There is a city in the United States named after this little chapel. Do you know what city it is? Los Angeles. Yes. Okay. Very good on your report card today. All right. The big crazy city of LA is named after this little chapel, Los Angeles. You know, Santa Fe, New Mexico was originally holy faith of our father, St. Francis. So, okay. St. Francis's fingerprints are on our country. Okay. But the Portiuncula, the, the little stone chapel, here's what's interesting. Um, why was this place so special? Why was it so special? I believe it was so special because it resembled the home where Mother Mary lived and where she conceived Jesus. That little stone holy house, holy house of Mother Mary, we have a replica of that here. This little simple stone this is where the Son of God came into our world. And, and as I was praying over that, I was thinking, would it have been appropriate for the Son of God to come, let's say, to the queen, the wife of the king? That could have been appropriate, that the Messiah would be born of some great noble couple. But no, that wasn't God's plan. Wouldn't it have been appropriate if the Messiah would have been born of the wife of the high priest? He could have been conceived and, and he would have been with the high priest there at the temple of God. Yes, that could have been appropriate, but no, it was not the, the grandeur of that temple, but it was the simplicity of this little stone hovel in Nazareth, where the Son of God comes into the virginal womb of a 14-year-old girl. And so in the beginning, there's something being said to us, God's way. He comes in littleness and humility. He's born in a stable in Bethlehem. Again, he could have been born in the temple. He could have been born in some palace. But no, he was born in that little, the simplicity of it. And I believe that this little stone chapel reminded Mother Mary of that little home. And so it's, there's a similarity there. And that's why St. Francis wanted this little stone chapel to be the headquarters of his community, the little poor ones, the Franciscans. So what about those stones? My friends, those stones become a metaphor. I think in each one of our lives, in our spiritual life, <laughs> there's work that needs to be done in the soil. Is there not? Yes. And it's like the seasons come and go. There's the winter, and then there's the spring, the thawing, and it's the pulling of the stones out of the soil. In the gospel, Jesus tells us that those stones in the soil hinder the seed taking root, right? The rocky ground. But you pull those out, and and you make room for God's word in your heart. And uh, one of our priests had a metaphor, which he actually wrote a book about, called Stumbling Blocks to Stepping Stones. That these stones, which could be symbolic of the weaknesses and sins that we all have, when they're surrendered to the Lord, he takes them. And that's what he uses to build the chapel. You know, and so we got stone chapels here, right? And there's a metaphor there for all of us that God, you know, can, can lead us to a deeper uh, relationship and a deeper holiness through our struggle, through, through, you know, the surrendering of those stones to the Lord. What does it say in the prophet Jeremiah? He'll remove our hearts of stone and give us hearts of flesh, hearts that are open to his grace and to his mercy, because not only did Jesus want to live in that little stone chapel, he wants to live in the hearts of each one of us this day. Amen. Amen.
been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Thank you.